0: On this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast, Liz loves Jefferson Starship.
1: And try Dean's new shot, whiskey and some ash. Phoenix ash. let this.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. I'm Diana. I'm Liz. And we're going to talk about Season 6, Episode 19, Mommy Dearest. Oh, Mommy. Mommy Dearest. What's up with you? Oh, goodness. We are just uh, feeling very summer. Uh, I uh, guess my excitement is... What have I ended up to... Um, Oh, we went to a show uh, this weekend that was not related to my work, so that was super fun, Um, (laughs) and uh, saw a really cool Dallas band called Jonathan Jeter and the Revelators at Double Wide, one of our favorite little spots, Um, and uh, then I had a girl's brunch the next day, and I was hurting a little bit, but I made it because we had mimosas, and I had lobster grilled cheese, which was decadent and really rich and I was really sleepy afterwards.
1: Yeah, that sounds pretty but rich. That was at
0: Lexi's in Trinity Groves in Dallas, which is a super, it's really, really cute. They are playing up to the, please take an Instagram picture of everything in our business. <laughs> that, that's their vibe. But at the same time, it was really cute. They have a Moet vending machine.
1: Mm-hmm. Cute too.
0: They I do. Know, I didn't use it. Cool. But yeah, and I guess, you know, that's that's about it here. How
1: about you? Uh, I got to finally see Fast and the Furious 10, which was (laughs) like the highlight of my fucking week. It's so great. They went back and like rewrote part of Fast and the Furious 6 seven i forget to like put jason momoa in it it's so great they just go back and like they like have these scenes like where he could have been in it and just like oh we didn't finish this scene if we just kept going a little further you would have seen that jason momoa was in the office like right Mm -hmm. next to where that camera shot stopped he was was part of it all along along, like he was like he you took this from him he's been coming after you for 10 years and because of that one they got to reuse all the footage from that so like they didn't have to refilm those scenes like so smart like you're saving some money there right and then like, they also like got to keep up with this like fantasy that paul walker isn't dead like he is still alive in this franchise story and i love it like what he's not dead in the story
0: at all i, mean, they have, I think i've confessed that i'm pretty far behind i don't think i saw i it think you need second. to need, catch I'm up to because brian
1: this, but... has not died even though paul walker is dead and has yeah. been dead for quite a while now yes. brian is not <laughs> brian is living I, I with his kids and in mia and they like go around their islands and do school stuff or sometimes they live in la i don't know where they're living but yeah um But it was, was, yeah, it's, if you don't know, Fast and Furious is, is the love of my life and Look! Look for a podcast one day where it would just be me and the chicks who are the skank dancers, because I am obsessed with all of them. Reach out to me if you're listening to this right now. Immediately slide into my DMs and we will get some shit going, honey. Because I just want to know like about their lives, right? These girls, like, if you've watched any Fast and the Furious movie, you know, like, there is a scene like every, every, everyone like where there's just skanks and they're dancing and they're in tiny outfits no matter what country you're in and there's dancing around cars and i just want to know like and they they progress and like you want the backstory i wanted the backstory i want to know like were you extras how were you invited how did you find out about this like how are you treated like did you enjoy your time like do you how did you get paid should you get paid more do i need to get you paid like what like what do we do like let's let's get your story out there skanks like yeah And I I say skanks in a very loving way because that's what that's what Letty called them. I so did start like, okay, like I've said before, I'm procrastinating and doing a lot of stuff I probably shouldn't do. So Mm -hmm. by that I mean like I watched finally watched the parody movie for the Fast and the Furious. I couldn't make it all the way through, like. Mm i think i made it like 45 minutes and i was like I can't i can't anymore um no. but they make like her character they're like yeah she's just like in in, in the cloth like in the closet lesbian and i'm like hey she can just like to be like dressed like a boy like some of us just like to dress like boys and still like dicks like don't touch time. her that's It's rude yeah, so that's a Halloween weekend yeah so i'm pretty excited about that so in other news, other sad news, and we certainly use the sad things. So um, much like our um, Winchester's, Walker Independence has failed to find a new home after the mm. show's cancellation. And according to TV Line, inside sources claim that the search for a new home, be it streaming or network television, has come up short. Without a place for the series land, the Walker prequel se- spinoff will not return for a second season. Womp 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 womp, which is sad because I also I also never watched that one, so maybe that's why it's not returning. But Mark Shepard was in it, uh, which will come into today's thing. And mm. what? Just kidding. Yep. So, but no, that kind of bums me out. But maybe you know, one day universes never die. Hopefully. I don't
0: know. (laughs) So (laughs) you tried to sound optimistic for a second, and then you're like, "Man, I don't know."
1: uh, I know right now, i like, not even optimistic that our banking structure is going to hold up. Much less like I'm going to get to see like Walker Independence and like get excited about it. Like now, I don't want to watch it because I'm going to get invested and then be like, "But then I'm going to have to like watch like fans."
0: I get mixed about that. So part of me is like, well, now I know I can watch it because I know it ends. And I know that that may or may not mean that they actually did a wrap up, but I know that I'm not waiting for something to come out. I can just watch it and it's like, oh, that's all, that's all she wrote. But also it's a bummer because if they leave it on a fucking cliffhanger, I'll just be furious.
1: Well, but then there's ones like, you know, they're saying we're finally going to get the reboot of Chuck, and which is good because everyone wants the last season of Chuck to go away. So it's, you know, hey, we know this ended badly and we want to fix what we did. And, but then now I'm still like waiting for like when is that actually going to happen, right? Like, you know, in Surrounding Firefly, the same thing goes on that. So, I don't know. Um,. I do not want to say it, obviously, like one, just, you know, it's our bread and butter because we live off this podcast. But, you know, I mean, like, this is, you know, the thing, you know, this is the universe I care about. I don't want it to end. And I don't, you know, I don't want, you know, the Walker world to end either. The players,
0: the the participants in it, you want them to do well as well.
1: Anyways, so this one in particular though uh this is mommy dearest and if you did not know that is about joan crawford beating the shit out of her daughter christina and that became a movie and that starred fade Dunaway, and that has the you know one of the most famous lines ever no more wire coat hangers Ever wait, there's no coat. There's like no wire no hangers ever. Guess what? You've never seen it,
0: correct? That's fine. but I know it about but,
1: it. You, I, you know, not a lot of people have actually seen, seen Mommy movie. Dearest. Like, it's a lot, it. it's a lot. Um, it
0: sounds very depressing, it's very depressing.
1: It's real, it's disturbing. Like, it Joan Crawford was disturbing, and then like. Uh, i don't know it's just it's not nothing it's not good it's it's intense so i don't blame me for not seeing it but that doesn't sound fun but everyone should at least know the reference and also know don't put yes. your clothes on wire hangers it's bad for them yeah why the fuck does that still so happen why do i still get those in the cleaners what the fuck, man? all right so this was episode 19 it was kind of important because like nobody kind of expects what happens in this episode to happen before the season finale right at least i'm that's kind of one of the things that they were going on and so diana right. were, were, were you we will get into it more in detail but were you expecting what happened in this episode to happen
0: no it seemed very very sudden um and and like it felt very wrap-up-y with a the, we'll get obviously talk about the end of it yeah. but it feels very wrap-up-y and cliffhangery kind of
1: right Uh, like for 19 which is
0: which which feels like a season finale yeah
1: so if i was like in this time watching this live which i think i was uh just be going like wait is this did i miss something like did i miss my dates like is this accidentally the end but but we know it's not Right. So this first aired April 29th, 2011 It was directed by John F. Showalter Who we last saw direct uh, Clap Your Hands If You Believe And more recent times was an executive Producer on The Fallen Winchesters and directed two Episodes of that show It was written by Adam Glass who we last saw In All Dogs Go to Heaven Gross, most recently He has been an executive producer and writing On The Equalizer with National Treasure Queen Latifah so we are now ready to, this is also like, you know, typically I kind of warned, I did not warn Diana about this one. Cause I just kind of wanted to let it like be Good a thing. thing
0: right. Yeah. Oh, and, and so I had alarm bells going off at the, while watching the recap this week, I got, I got in trouble for once I didn't take notes. And then once it was, it, the Netflix just skipped it. Um, but, uh, I definitely noticed Crowley and guess what? I follow a lot of stuff about supernatural, so I'm not a dum dumb. And I realized that he probably was going to come back someday somehow. So I, this was my super strong hint that uh, we were going to be seeing our old friend Crowley again very soon.
1: But interesting. We'll, we'll bring it up again later. Mark Shepard's name does not come up in the opening credits.
0: Correct.
1: So, you're seeing that him there, correct. but his name is on the credits. So, you're still like, well, I don't know what's going on.
0: Right. I don't know if it's going to be the, right this episode, yeah. but I know that they're hinting around his storyline and him potentially coming back. So, yeah. But I didn't expect it in this episode once again because it's 19, not the end of the season yet. Yep. So, there we go. All right. So, this episode kicks off. Um, we are uh, outside of the 8th Street Sports Lounge. Which is just a your run of the mill strip mall sports bar from the outside. And we got two guys leaving. They're both wearing bruisers jerseys <clears throat> and arguing about beer prices. So I'm like, oh, it seems all very legit. <laughs> <Normal>. <laughs> it's all tracked. Yeah. Very normal. Uh, and we see a girl in the parking lot, and one of the guys, Heaven must be missing an angel.
1: Yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah. Why are you talking to the strange girl in the parking lot in the first place?
0: Um, The barefoot girl in the parking lot. The barefoot girl in the parking lot who
1: has blood clearly on her thing. And your M.O. is that you're just going to hit on her and not be like, are you okay?
0: Yeah. No. So she caresses his face as she walks by. Face swoop.
1: Face swoop. Ew.
0: (laughs) And he gets weird black vein things on his face.
1: He does. And
0: then him and his friend leave. Hmm. But as she walks into the bar, we know now this is Eve because we've gotten to see her face. And we've got "You Sexy Thing" by Hot Chocolate and Gonzo playing, and she locks the doors from me inside and rips the door handles off.
1: Also, it's really funny when mm. I was typing it, I realized that the lyrics in there, which is you know, "I believe in miracles, you sexy things," uh-huh. I yeah. believe. So, like the Eve was in there, like right when she walked mm. in, I was like, "Oh, like her name's in this word." That's just a mm. weird coincidence, but it's also kind of cool. I believe. So every now, like every time that came on, I was like. I
0: I believe, I, believe. Uh, I will say that the inside of the sports bar does not match the exterior. And I say this as someone that grew up in the suburbs and went to a lot of random sports bars and strip malls. It's just like the layout. And then like the doors just didn't quite work. And the windows weren't there. I believe this is
1: thumb. the, it, I forgot to read it. I actually did find my book guys. Just in case you're wondering, mm. um, but it looks like the bar, like I, we've seen this bar a few times and I was trying to remember like which layout Correct. it looks like. But it kind of also... I just don't like, think...
0: It, it just doesn't really match the exterior. No,
1: trying I'm trying to it looks bitch. like what happens inside of it. Like, you know, it's not like Bennigan's. It's just like, I don't know.
0: It's very Bennigan's-esque.
1: Yeah, kind of.
0: But <clears throat> anyways, so she's two... There's two, two dudes sitting at a table and... One of them actually does ask her if she's okay, the which is very reasonable. Question. She is <laughs> barefoot in a bar with blood on her dress. Yeah, ask her if she's okay, and she says she's perfect. And he's like, "You've got blood on you." She's like, hmm. "And so she kisses him, and then he gets crazy black veins on his face."
1: Okay, also chick with blood on on her like kisses you no. No, no you do not no. return this kiss you put no, dope no girl assistance assistance not and, Tom. His head,
0: and as she steps away his head sags and his friend yells what the hell <laughs> and she just goes i gave him a gift which also sounds like something a really cocky drunk chick would say
1: yeah 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 it does <gasps> and there's a lot of Ooh. people get her gifts She's well, yeah. She just, walks, well, she's she's so just, she just she just to
0: touch everybody's face. Like, do not walk around a bar touching people's faces. Just caressing people's cheeks, walking around the bar. Do not do this.
1: I probably would just have say. punched her. <laughs> <laughs> we would have taken her outside and had had a conversation. Yeah, we would have tried to help her. Bitch, don't touch my face. <laughs> yep. Ugh.
0: But everybody's just like chill about it. Um. And they all get—they're all getting crazy black veins on their faces, and then uh, then they all start attacking each other.
1: Bar fight,
0: big bar fight, but they're like kind of like vamps, and they're like biting
1: each other, they're but eating each other. Yeah, it's really bizarre. I don't really understand what like... they're doing. I also just really i don't really understand what these do.
0: It's just a very bitey scene, like a very fighty bitey yeah, scene. Yeah, but,
1: like, later when we start talking about, like, how they're all, like, become different things, right? Like, mm-hmm. we see, you know, some of them have, you know, like, they have the, the steaky things in their arms they don't like. They've got vampire teeth and stuff. But, like, they're not really, like, but why are you eating them? Like.
0: I don't think they were eating. I think they were just, like, biting. Like, I don't know. It's very weird. Cause no, she didn't turn everybody. She only turned, like, half the bar.
1: But why are they biting? I don't know.
0: All right, I don't know. They're vampy. I don't know, but it's real weird. And nobody can get the people that haven't been turned can't get out. And Eve just sits down with her red cocktail to sip and watch. So we've got uh, in
1: uh, Sioux Falls. I guess it. Huh? Aren't we at Bobby's?
0: Yeah, is it Bobby's? We're at Bobby's. Sioux
1: Falls. Yeah.
0: Okay um dean is just methodically packing shotgun shells with all of the phoenix ashes
1: i appreciate his technique it looks fine like it's very therapeutic yeah. i like watching people like and doing, it was like loading like loading shells like i want to say that because i was gonna stop Put me loading shells or breaking pecans <laughs> like it's a very the same like kind of thing It's like the machine that has or like putting corsets uh snaps on like any like machine that is kind of has that like grommet like a thing but it's just i think it's just a lever it's just like there's Pretty something satisfying. very satisfying about pulling a lever down.
0: Yeah. Um, and they've got, so he's got five shells total. And he's like kind of concerned though, because he shows Sam and Bobby that these ashes don't do shit to him. Like he like rubs it on his arm and it's like no reaction. And, but it's like Sam's like not that concerned and neither's Bobby because they're like, look, like, we, the, the, yeah, there's not really a way to test anything, but at the same time, like iron and silver don't bother us either, and that bothers almost all the monsters. That's so right. I mean,
1: so like it's yeah. a fair point. Like Diana's like face would be like blowing up, like if iron or silver like bothered you. Like, if you're not watching <laughs> it's, the video, it's probably aluminum and nickel. giant Diana My is garbage. wearing a, a very large silver. It, it's a big. It's collar. a big collar statement. She's necklace. wearing a statement Color collar.
0: Thing. It is. You could probably hear it if I'm not careful. No, you would hear it. A lot. Um,
1: <laughs> That's anyway. that is what you're hearing is Diana's statement necklace, or or she is in armor. We'll just say that she's in, she, she's an older. She's she's. No, in we armor. don't
0: need that much extra audio. We'll save it for later.
1: Um, oh, she's naked now. <laughs> 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 <sighs> um, Anyways, all right. So we've got. Uh, well, I passed.
0: I passed our monster test. You're welcome. All right, Diana's um, not so a
1: monster. Hooray! Right?
0: They've got. To, they've got to find Eve, and uh, but Dean's trying to like make an excuse to not call Cass about this. He's like, he doesn't live in my house. He's busy. But there he is behind.
1: Yeah. Me. So we have an exchange about Dean and Cass and Cass being in Dean's ass, and I am just gonna leave that there. I'm just saying there's a large exchange about Cass being up Dean's ass.
0: Well, anyways, Castiel's there and he says that Eve is hidden from him and all angels. So uh, Sam's like, well, why don't we find a friendly monster to be an inside man?
1: Inside monster. Let's find one. Inside monster. They're like, who do we know? We have to know one. Let's go to our monster Rolodex.
0: Cass flaps away. Cast flaps right back, and he's got. He's Lenore. a
1: Tara. Oh, sorry, Lenore. <laughs> That's Amber Benson, uh, who was who played Tara in in Buffy. But whatever. She she's she is a person. Correct. She's allowed to have other roles. She is not yes. only Tara.
0: That's correct. <laughs> so, uh, and she remembers all of them, and and that their friend tried to kill her. And Sam's like, oh yeah, well, it makes you feel any better. He got turned into a vampire, and I had to cut his head off. Dean has to add with razor wire it was wicked, wicked. Yep, it
1: was that was what i did speaking of wicked i did try and watch um the mark Wahlberg movie like uh it was like one of the top ones on netflix i don't know he's like but i couldn't do it I, I could only watch like there was too much like boston it was too much for me wicked Oh, it,
0: yeah they get real boston yeah. sometimes i
1: right, said so um, lenore though i love her like she's just she's mm-hmm. the best
0: she is and she's like like and she is looking real scummy though. She's like dirty and not doing great. Uh and Sam's like, "Look, Cassiel's our friend and we want to talk to you about Eve. That's why you're here." She's like, "I ain't saying shit. I'm trying to stay out of all this motherfucking crap. Uh my nest is gone. I couldn't fi- I can't fight Eve's voice in my head and everybody started killing again. I've been hiding out in a fucking basement. Everyone gives in to Eve."
1: Yeah, and then she has this very interesting point that not only is eve's voice in her head, like she's basically like a surveillance camera, like everything mm-hmm. that she sees and listens to Eve can pretty much tap into so that means like one I don't know how she would hone into that, but that's a pretty that sounds so stressful it is very stressful, but also like if you can control it and be like, okay, now like how do you like tell, like determine like which of your children you're popping into eve like and like on the right time like i don't want to pop in them and, like they're like pooping or like you know just, right or like constipated that's even worse like you know, it is like well they're oh. thinking about pooping like you can't oh. plan that eve like this is
0: do vampires get constipated i don't know oh, i'm sorry
1: I don't know well le- not maybe not in the diet lenora's on so um so they basically convince her and they're like, look, you know, like tell, you know, tell us where Eve is.
0: Yeah. Cause they were like, we already lost our element of supply, surprise, surprise, element of surprise. If you're a freaking walking surveillance camera. So where the fuck is she? And she kind of gives in. She's like, fine, I'll tell you, but, um, that, you know, I don't want, I don't want the world to end. I'll tell you where she's at basically. And she says, yeah, Grant's Pass, Oregon. And now she knows you're coming, Hmm, but she wants something in return.
1: What do you think oh she wants? God. Does she want cookies? She wants them. Does she, she want wants a board them to board Dean? Her.
0: <laughs> no, she wants. No. She wants. She wants them to kill her because now she's like, "Look, I'm you know I'm in danger and I'm dangerous." I hear Eve's voice all the time. Yeah, I've given in and fed already. You have to kill me. I can't. I can't do this. Basically, I I'm going to be a, the monster. I don't want to be because of Eve. Basically. Which yeah,
1: it's fine. pretty sad, and that like it's. I think you know she's like this is the appropriate thing for me to do but you know and Dean like is having like the guys have a lot of empathy this episode which is interesting it's a very interesting mm-hmm. thing it comes it's weird when it comes out for them right so like Dean has a lot of empathy that's coming out for Lenore and being like we will you know, keep you safe until this is done and you'll be fine and basically I think her telling them like I ate a 16 year old was to be like you don't have a choice. Like I'm bad. I'm mm-hmm. bad. I ate a 16 year old.
0: Yeah. Here, there. If she here, did it- here's, here's what you need. Here's what I have to give you. I know I have to give you this. So you will do this yeah. for me, but they still hesitate. They're still trying to figure it out. But Cass walks up behind her, puts his hand on her head, and we get white light out of her eye holes and her mouth hole, and she does
1: his mouth hole. It was just her mouth, and so. But the smiting also seemed like like as much as Cass said I had to move this along, it seems like it took a very long time. I've seen him smite people faster or like smite things faster, which is like. Like you just like Mm. low and like so it's like can you like hurry this up man like she asked to be killed not to be like it's not good it's unpleasant it's not
0: good unpleasant it's not but then we get booped to Oregon we got Sam Dean Bobby and Castiel
1: nobody's and everything. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Everything looks lovely. Um, there's a fire station, there's children on bicycles, and Dan's like, I expect it more zombieland than Pleasantville. <laughs> but Bobby points out this can still be suspicious.
1: So- I, which I always think is way more suspicious. Like, if I'm in a town and like things aren't shady, like my guard is up. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, what is up of these set from other people? Like, what do you want? What do you do? Like, <laughs>
0: well uh dean's just glad they have smitey McSmiderson on their squad it's
1: always good. Yeah,
0: but uh but bobby needs to get on a computer so we go to irvin's diner
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is also things like you don't hear bobby say usually right mm-hmm. that's what's kind of a, like
1: bobby's a, bobby's a hacker now again we've got we yeah. got hacker bobby on
0: sure so at irvin's diner we've got bobby on an ipad
1: He's on just like basic tablet and, but you know, he's now the hacker McCackerson has like used this tablet to hack into a police database. But then if you look at like what Bobby's looking at, he's not really hacking into a database. He's like searching the newspaper and like maybe searching like what court charges have been Yeah, I was like, you're not hacking shit. You're, you're, you're using Google.
0: I you like them they have the argument, him and Sam, about that that's not a real computer because Bobby says a computer has buttons. Hmm. It's a weird argument. But anyways, so I haven't found anything weird, though, other than, you know, normal meth lab type stuff that you find in small towns. So um, they wonder if Lenore was lying, but they don't think that that's the case. So um uh, is like, I'm going to go search the town. And he kind of does his zone out thing. But he is not able to. He can't do his, he can't go flap away. He can't go do his angel mojo. He's not flap-booping. Nothing's happening because his power is blocked.
1: And it's at this point that we just start this horrific metaphor for Cass's uh-huh. powers being the equivalent of a man having erectile dysfunction. Which I think we've talked about before. We've called it for other things, but, like, they just lay into this. Like, I don't know if Pfizer was just, like, sponsoring this, Mm. and they're like, look, if you just say, like, flaccid penis enough, like, we can get some Viagra sold." I don't...
0: If we say it it three times, we'll ship blue pills everywhere. Um, Say it
1: three times, and your dick will get hard. So... uh, and then it's not even, like, it's even worse, because they're not even just like, talking about having a flaccid penis. Like, you see, mom is making him limp. Ew. Just ew. Mm-hmm. That's not good.
0: Ugh, gross, Dean. Gross. I literally wrote that line, that line down and wrote, ew, next to it also, to just to be
1: clear. <laughs> There's was nothing like, else you could write, yeah. well, except gross, Dean, gross. Oh. <sighs> But then Dean
0: follows up with, without your power, you're basically just a baby in a trench coat.
1: And that Cassiel is not he's not happy with hey, that. As he should not be. Dean, that's a dick thing to say. That is kind of funny. That is funny, but dick. <laughs>
0: uh so Bobby finds some notes somehow in some federal thing, which doesn't make I any went sense federal. at all that some local doctor's office there called a report into the CDC about an unidentified illness in a 25 year old African-American man. And, uh, his name is Ed
1: Bright.
0: And Ed Bright It's the guy from the parking lot that made the angel comment to Eve. So that's, this is our only lead. So Dean and Castiel are going to go find this doctor. Um, and Bobby and Sam are on their own mission. So, they go to try to meet Dr. Silver, and um, the reception's like, Oh, yeah, he's out today. Uh, and, you know, yeah, and at but, the, the door.
1: she's like, He's out today. And they're like, But we have to see the doctor because Kath like, is, is getting kind of better at like, faking being a human. And he is like, I've got a painful burning sensation. And so she's just like, eh, Not here, but you need to go find an ointment.
0: Mm hmm. So they go around back and Dean's going to pick the lock to get in. But while he's trying to pick the lock and Castiel's giving him shit for taking too long, he sees blood on the ground. And there are a little outside storage thing. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, so they go to that and they open that little storage. It's like a storage like closet. It's like a, a shed.
1: Patio. It's like a like an outdoor shed. And outdoor in that shed is Ed. And in that shed is Ed. And Ed is dead.
0: Ed's dead and wrapped in plastic. With weird laceration type things on his skin. (laughs) And he's got like kind of laceration type things on his skin. So they're real confused. They're like, okay, so the doctor called the CDC and then disappears and this body's here. So we got to figure this shit out. But in the meantime, we need to burn this body just in case.
1: Yeah, smart. I would burn it too. But I would burn it far away and like probably in an incinerator. And I wouldn't be breathing the smoke, the fumes or anything that came off of that ed. So. No,
0: no, yeah, it's probably yeah. You definitely don't don't want to do it in that lattice.
1: You want to burn some, a, wooden... someone who's toxic? <laughs> That's, to this, some is just, like, no, this is how you burn a building down. A human being? No, is that what you do? And this is how you said.
0: And this is also like how you said burn things, an entire building like, down. This
1: is like y'all need to get some fucking like personal protection equipment here. Like you need some PPE. Like you need to be wearing <gasps> a fucking mask if you're really like. Like this is like literally CDC shit. But if could, don't lick that. Stop licking at Dean. I don't know why I'm assuming he's licking stuff. He just is. All right.
0: So. So Bobby and Sam are also looking for the doctor, but they went to his house. They've got a, And they end up with a photo of him and his wife and his two sons. And while they're leaving, the sheriff for town pulls up. And so they both flash their FBI badges real fast. We don't get names. And he makes a crack about them being, the sheriff makes a crack about them being casual Friday agents because they're looking real casual.
1: They are, they are.
0: But, but, um, basically the sheriff's just popping by as a friend to check on the doctor because, um, you know, they're buddies. But Bobby's like, yeah, he's not sick. He's missing. He's not here. Nothing's been packed and the car's in the driveway. So you need to put out an APB and we'll meet at the station and talk about all this.
1: Smooth the sheriff's operator. like, the oh, yeah. radar. Smooth yeah. operator. Sheriff's like
0: hell yeah, I'm on it. And he leaves, and Sam's like, damn, Bobby really was talking. You were really talking about it out of your butt, and then we get a it reference. But you can tell Bobby's real proud of himself. He
1: should be. It was good. It was like everything he did was just like boom, boom, boom. I'm like, boom, yeah, boom. hot Bobby. All right. So they take their land whale. I don't know why everyone's driving land whales in this episode yeah. or land so yachts got- or whatever you want to call them, but. <clears throat> they all got big cars
0: <laughs> yeah bobby and sam are in a 79 nova which i actually kind of like I and like then it. i'm mad at it dean and cassiel are in an early 80s caprice it looks like. it reminds me of my down. first car
1: so i'm not mad at it because it just like i have oh i remember yeah. like i've had sex in that car
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they pull up at the house that ed lived at ed bright our our patient zero or what they believed to be patient zero And, um, they're going to try to go talk to Ed to roommates, but while they're standing outside, getting ready to go in, Castle's like, "Mm, did Ed have a brother? They're like, no. Uh, well then that's not his twin because there's Ed in the window messing with the curtains and coughing real hard.
1: Uh Oh, again, PPE. All right. That's so, not great. They go inside and there are like so many dead Ed's. It looks like I am currently really experiencing a, a, a fly invasion and it looks like the number of flies are like dead on my wind, like windowsills. Window like, it's just like, there's a dead Ed. There's a dead Ed. There's a dead Ed. And it's just, it's a lot, a lot, a lot.
0: All I like Ed's dead, baby.
1: Ed's dead, baby. Yep. <laughs>
0: Oh, so Sam and Dean are going to go in. Bobby and Castiel have to stay outside, but shoot anything that comes out. We don't know what we're dealing with. Okay, but Castiel is like, I'm fairly unpracticed with firearms. Dean's not impressed with this comment, as you know who minds babies.
1: And it was just a really weird exchange.
0: I just had to point it out because we had the baby coming earlier, which is a pretty what I've noticed is a pretty popular line. So to have this follow up, that's kind of lame. was weird.
1: Yeah, I think Dean was just thinking about casping in his ass again. All right. So. Spot, spot, Sam, spots and Ed inside that is alive.
0: Right. And it's actually, they, and so they're going to try to talk to him and they're asking Ed what's going on, but he's like, I'm not Ed. Because he's not. He is Marshall Todd, who was Ed's friend in the parking Um, lot, who was a white dude with blonde hair.
1: Oh my God. Marshall. Marshall looks like he's riding a skateboard. (laughs) Marshall. (laughs) And he's
0: like, uh, do we all look like Ed? And Dean's like, no, 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 no. You're, you have a fever and you're hallucinating. Smart.
1: It's actually a really that's smart nice. line, yeah. like, "Oh no, you, like you just think you're seeing it." No,
0: and, but Sam's trying to. Ask, they're all trying to. Ask, they're both trying to ask him what's going, what's happened, what happened, and he's just like, "You're." He's like just convinced he's dying. He keeps coughing, talks about taking Ed to the doctor. Um, before they were sick, they were at the bar, and up, and then he's coughing up blood, and that's about it
1: yeah he's coughing a lot it's real gross i I just don't like it and now he's another dead ed now so we have another dead dead ed ed. and bobby is just like you know what i think this is this is an infection (laughs) again mask yeah
0: yeah but dean's gonna go bathe in purell
1: yeah no you should just burn that house down just burn it fucking down like I don't know what's going on in this house at this point. Like Ugh. I don't care. You just set that shit on fire.
0: Mm-mm. It's not good. Burn it with fire. And and yeah, Bobby points out. He's like, "Mommy, monsters making more." And he's like, "Dean," but Dean's like, "But if you're gonna make an army, why why make one that's dying?"
1: It's so out? gooey. <laughs> it's
0: good. Yeah.
1: This there's a lot of that. goo in this episode. There's a lot of wonderful goo. goo.
0: So we're gonna go to Eighth Street Bar.
1: Let's go to the bar. Oh. <laughs> Someone else already went to the bar.
0: Yeah. This is back at the bar we started off at and it's a mess, but also this raises a lot of red flags. Cause like how long did it take them to get to this city? Right. Number one. And if, I mean, I know they didn't take long traveling cause they were traveling with cats, but like it took them a minute to get like the info and get there. Right. And then on top of that, no one in town noticed that this entire bar like worth of people just didn't show up today. It's very questionable. However, I guess we kind of get an answer for that. <laughs> kind of, sort of. But either way, um, this is where they walk in. There's bodies everywhere. But, and this is when Bobby thinks what I'm thinking. And he's like, you'd think the sheriff would notice that there were this many people missing in town. Uh, and they're wandering around. But Dean uses a napkin to carefully check the mouth on one of them. And it has vamp teeth. But then also he checks the wrist. And it has the wrist pointy stabby spike thing. The wrist
1: spiky thing that we don't like because it's... I don't know why we hate it. We just do. We
0: just hate it. Wrist bone spike. But so that's a wraith thing. And Dean's like, what has both of these? And nobody's ever seen anything like this. So now they know that Eve is making hybrid monsters. And Bobby tells Dean that you discovered it. So you get to name it so dean does he calls them jefferson starships and why because they're because they're horrible and hard to kill
1: yep and that is true and also because they are so goddamn many of them just like there are that many members of jefferson starship and diana oh what do you know about jefferson starship oh god not enough <laughs> we're gonna find out in Liz just makes, ruins her friendship with Diana once again, uh, by quizzing her on Jefferson Starship. Oh, it's our lore. Oh. It's, it's our monster of the week. They are our monster of the Jefferson week. Starship. And yeah. I know that she is probably not that surprised because I kept sending her things about Grace Slick like all weekend as I was doing things. And frankly, I spent a lot of time this weekend, um, with grace slick with her interviews and with her biography and ma'am you're annoying hmm. as fuck all right hmm. so first question diana put your phone down so you can't google this what, what? i wouldn't do that all right first one it's not on multiple choice what band did jefferson starship come out of oh airplane, okay. airplane. yeah it was all like right. this is like some some of these are not bad All right, so if you don't know, not everybody knows, Jefferson Airplane was originally this folk rock group. They were formed in San Francisco in 1965. Uh, Their their first album was released in 1966.
0: Yes? One of the most popular songs is White Rabbit.
1: It is. And if you listen to Grace Slick, she will repeatedly tell you about how her parents and all the parents read their children books about... Alice in Wonderland about the Wizard of Oz and like and Peter Pan and how like Alice in Wonderland is about shrooms, and Wizard of Oz is about this drug, and Peter Pan is about cocaine, and she does this a lot hmm. and says that's that's what White Rabbit's about, yeah hmm. yep. Yeah. And also, don't you want somebody to love She But actually, was uh, Grace Slick was not the original lead singer. Um, the original lead singer, uh, Signia, I don't know how the fuck you say her name. Uh, Tolly Anderson left the band because she was pregnant and didn't want to be anymore. And Grace Slick had another band that was around at the time, and she just happened to be in the right place, at the right time. Whoop! And she got in. Hmm. All right, there you go. so random guess here. Here's your next question, and based only on studio album participation. How many people have been band members of Jefferson Starship?
0: I'm going to go with 12.
1: 18! Oh, God. Yeah. And then if you include like the iteration from Jefferson Airplane to Jefferson Starship to Starship, there's 26 people. And that's only on those that are in studio albums right so i wasn't counting people like because like you can technically say like you know like the dead um crosby stills and Nash like all of them like participated in their albums and at one point or another like right they're that they're that instrumental and in, like what was happening on the west coast at that time but at the same time like but that's still that's oh my god that's so many people. i'm just thinking about how many bands can you imagine being in a band with that many people Sounds <laughs> terrible yeah all right, next question. During the 1970s, Jefferson Starship, led by Paul Kantner, Grace Slick, and other members began incorporating synthesizers into their music, blending them with traditional rock instrumentation. Grace Slick incorporated some more unconventional instruments into performance. Which of these did she not play? A. A symbol helmet or crown, which is basically a headpiece adorned with small symbols, allowing you to strike them together by moving your head or shaking it. B, a very tiny toy, toy piano. C, a theremin. Ooh. Or D, a tambourine shoe.
0: I'm going to guess she did not do the tiny piano.
1: It was a theremin. Uh, she played a lot of toy. In- what a waste. Yeah. She played a lot of toy <sighs> instruments on stage. Uh, Toy piano, toy keyboard, like toy flutes, like uh, the I just helmet thing. The theremin is, was, a, like, was a given. Yeah, the, the the theremin was actually not in there, but it was gonna like kind of actually take this even like further because I didn't know like how much about they had like they used the moog, which is like this really crazy like the one the first synthesizers like in uh-huh. like so as much as like Jefferson Starship is horrible, like the experimentation with synthesizers is still. fascinating. It's
0: it's groundbreaking in its own way.
1: Yeah. All right. next question. Also in 1970, Grace Slick was invited as a guest to the White House due to her attendance at the finishing school, Finch College. She and her guest, the inconspicuous Abby Hoffman, were turned away once security realized who she and he was. As Grace tells the story, this foiled her plans to do what? Was it A, Shave and dye the Nixon's family cocker spaniel checker so it looked like an American flag. B. Slip acid into Richard Nixon's tea. C. Pee on the presidential seal in the Oval Office. Or D. Steal the president's book of secrets.
0: I really kind of wanted to say that it's B, but I'm afraid it's C
1: it is B she actually had acid with her again, like I think you know, as I have spent again spent a lot of time with her, and then her interviews over the years, I'm sure her publicist had a list of like these are the stories that we tell over and over again, right. so this is one of her stories is that she went to the same finishing school as Trisha Nixon, Trisha Nixon invited all the alumni from that school to the White House. Mm-hmm. So Grace Slick got the invitation sent to her in her maiden name, and so mm. she showed up. And basically, the security is like, "Oh shit, Grace like Winger or what? Whatever the fuck her maiden name was, like yeah. you, Grace Slick." And she's like, "What? Nah, yeah, I am." Um. And they're like, "She's like, this is my security. It is fucking Abby Hoffman." And she had like, I think she's like, I had eight hundred mics of it, and she was like, gonna like. Like basically, like when they were doing the tea service, like put the acid in her fingernail and then like flick, flick it into Nixon's tea.
0: It still seems like a somewhat risky
1: proposition. No, It seems like a terrible, terrible. idea.
0: It, but, not, it seems like a very flawed plan. What?
1: No. Okay. okay. All right. So in the 1970s, a Jefferson Starship concert in Germany was interrupt- interrupted by what? Was it a swarm of bees? A murder of crows? <laughs> a flock of seagulls or a gaggle of geese?
0: I'm going to say it was a
1: gaggle of geese. It was a flock of seagulls! Damn. Which okay. is even, even better, better considering the time it was. flock of seagulls uh-huh. was about to come out. Just like... Roger. Yeah. And it was also like being like broadcast, so like people were just like, what the hell is going on? And I don't know, like as I'm preparing to go back to Blackpool England, the land of the murderous seagulls, it just like it was, I can just imagine yeah. just like that that recording. I just I just
0: you know, I just know that what dicks geese can be. That's where my head fair, went, But yeah. Fair.
1: All right. So uh next question. Which of these was on Jefferson Starship's writer in the 1980s? A they required an operational Tiki bar backstage B. They had to have a Bob hope impersonator C. They had to have a bald headed toothless hooker mannequin in the dressing room or D there had to be a live boa constrictor backstage.
0: Uh, whoa. So I've read a lot of writers. I'm still still just processing. Um, I'm going to go with the Tiki bar but I feel like that's too tame. It
1: is correct. That is correct. The other ones are actually <sighs> so the Bob Hope impersonator backstage, that was Iggy Pop. Uh, yeah. The toothless hooker mannequin, that was Marilyn Manson. And the boa constrictor was Guns N' Roses. Okay. So I, I appreciate the idea of a tiki bar, but also fuck you. Because uh, <laughs> that seems like a pain in the ass to put together. I'll be like, I can get you a tiki torch, and here's a bottle of a blue carousel. Here is some coconut water. (laughs) Have fun. All right. And the last question. What song reportedly was supposed to be a critique of the music industry and commercialization of rock music was changed to be upbeat and celebrate the power of music because the label and producer wanted something more commercially appealing? Uh, Could that possibly be We Built This City? That could possibly be that song, (laughs) which was on VH1's 50s Most Awesomely Bad Songs Ever, which was on Rolling Stone's Reader's Poll as the worst song of the 1980s, and according to Blender Magazine, as the number one worst song of all time in their list of the 50 worst songs ever. Uh, To be fair,
0: I think we can all argue there are way worse songs out there just in general like i've heard some garbage music we've all heard seen and heard but i guess as far as like big like produced songs that were by like popular bands it would win
1: well sure. i think also if you really think about the progression of jefferson airplane to jefferson starship, jefferson to, starship. Song, to starship to starship well, to starship is actually like there was no members of jefferson airplane no members of jefferson airplane were ever in starship and that was how you got to Starship because when they all had right. the legal battle of no you can't have the like, you the not you the not have the Jefferson and then you could the airplane, but you could the have but the could keep the Starship. So, the state of the state of the state of the state of the thing, of the the state of the state the state of the hippie movement the like, all the like, you know, don't you want somebody to love like, all like oh my god, they had like. Fuck, Fifty like so many fucking albums, and honestly, I fucking hate them. They're not a great band. Fuck you, and the hippies. Like you know, I don't like any of the stuff. But whatever.
0: I like those songs. I like their two big songs. I won't like. I, I, I really Rabbit like
1: is like an amazing song, but oh,
0: it's so well done. It is so it well covered, done but really you know well that too.
1: actually, Grace like had that song before she even came into Jefferson Airplane. That she had that song written with her previous band, The Great Society. She brought that into the band. So if that vocalist oh. had never left, that song never would have been part of Jefferson Airplane and don't you want wow. somebody to love i think was also brought in because of her i think her in-law like her husband's hmm. like brother something like that like both of those songs are because of grace Lick, which is interesting just as a person she's just kind of obnoxious and which is i appreciate obnoxiousness like i do i i, I love that and but there's just there's something about that level of hippiness that as the punk rock girl in me like i have a nap it's i think it's just part of like there is i have a natural inclination to not like hippies yeah it happens so yeah i mean but it was so it was fascinating also i love i love this is the name that dean chose for
0: it's so funny it's
1: it's so it's so perfect and you think about it like it's so great so that is the lore behind jefferson starship and also like now i really understand where jefferson starship and jefferson airplane came from which is important to my rock and roll knowledge it is. and i always put it off because fucking hippies, you didn't want to. Fucking hippies. all right so back to so... our starships and bobby
0: Yeah, he's pointing out that, look, you know, yeah, everybody's been turned now, and they're all dead, and they all, like, burned up like they had a high fever. So that's weird.
1: It's like a virus. That's weird.
0: uh, Yeah. But then the sheriff and two of his deputies show up with their guns drawn, but Dean happens to be crouched, so he's able to sneak away. And Castell's just like, this is not what it looks like, (laughs) because it looks really bad. So Bobby's trying to insist that they're feds, and the sheriff's just like, feds aren't allowed to do this. Just... Well, um so yeah they, but
1: they, so this is like what it's weird so they cuff them and they just take them away nobody no, nobody is just... going around to these victims no nobody's of the victims are alive there are no, no. medical people in here no nothing is like like all they're just doing is they just take these guys away and that's it
0: and then, and none of the nobody points this out, by the way, either. That's a little this is sus. It's mentioned. a little
1: insane. It's sus,
0: but nobody points this out. Like Dean's able to easily just crouch behind I'm just something, hide behind look this around. Bar. Yeah. So at the sheriff's office, Sam's like, "What? I, I just I need one phone call, me to straighten it out." And the sheriff says, "I don't think they can straighten out a massacre," but once again, nobody has pointed out that wait, y'all didn't even look around the place. Nobody sent the ambulance. Like nothing. And But as they're walking in, Sam looks up at the security camera. And what does he see?
1: Jefferson Starships!
0: Jefferson Starships. Because all of the people, all of the deputies and the sheriff have the glowy eyes.
1: And, you know, I have mixed feelings about this episode. But I love Jefferson Starships. Just as a concept. I just think it's great when Sam is just like, you know exactly what he's talking about. It's just... Wonderful. It's I love him. I love him. Really them. funny.
0: Yeah.
1: So I mean, like so, nobody yeah. take like there'd be an AI me saying, I love Jefferson Starships. And someday <sighs> someone will take that and they'll just take out the, the S of that. But you know.
0: Yeah. So uh yeah. So he starts fighting against his his the whatever deputy holding him as he's yelling Jefferson Starships. So uh Bobby starts fighting back too. Uh, and is about to get attacked but right then dean shows up and is able to cut that deputy's head in half
1: and it's a very weird like the the cut of it is like and we'll see this like i think this is maybe the first time we see this on the show but it's a thing we'll see i think it will happen again in visual effects but i love the the top half you know cut off right so like you see the teeth and like the way that the teeth are done that it's not a normal inside like the inside of the head is not what the inside of a head should look like so it's it's just i don't know it's just an amazing visual effect i think it's great It
0: was, it was wild and then um castiel kills uh, a deputy that's about to do a wraith spike thingy into bobby And Dean's about to machete the sheriff, but Sam tells him to wait.
1: We need to keep a starship for interrogation. So they
0: chain him up. And, uh, yeah, they're Bobby's going to start interrogating.
1: Yeah, so somehow, like, now Bobby has taken the role of Grand Inquisitor. Um, Mm -hmm. Bobby's just picking up some weird roles in this episode, but cool, whatevs. Um, And so as he's torturing him, he's just like, he's actually like, are you guys the cleanup crew? And Bobby was like, again, you're you're smart, you're Bobby. Like, you're my Giles here. Like, you're asking the smart questions, right? And he's just like... And I'm like, oh, that makes sense, right? You're the cleanup crew, yeah. like all these other things, like this is what you're here to do. I'm like, you're
0: covering for all these people like, missing oh, and all okay. this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. that makes that sense. Tracks. This
1: is why you're acting different than the other ones.
0: Right. And, and, um, but the sheriff ain't talking. He's like, ah, yeah, this is just a waste of time. Y'all are stupid cattle, whatever. But there's a noise. So Sam and Dean go off to go search. Uh, and in the jail, they find two children gagged. And they realize that it's the doctor's two children. So Sam's like these two little boys. Like, well, I say little boys. One's probably like teenagerish. And the other one's a child under ten. I don't
1: know. Just I mean, uh, assume these kids are fine. I'm like everything that you know, you come kind of across like two kids that are bound and gagged in a cell. My instinct is, what the fuck is wrong with these children? Well, no. To be fair,
0: um, they open it up and they go to talk to them, but. Uh, Joe is the older boy, and he'll talk. But Ryan hasn't been talking since their dad got disappeared or whatever. And he's like, you know. But Dean says we've got to make we've got to do make sure that you are you. And there is a few dozen tests. so Let's get started. So supposedly, they test these kids.
1: Yeah, supposedly. I still think they're way too trusting, but just because they're children. But whatever. Mm-hmm. It's why it's one of the endearing things about this episode, right? So. Yeah. While that happens, we go back to Bobby and Cass trying to interrogate our sheriff.
0: Hmm. And they've uh, definitely done a little bit of work on him. He's he's looking a little bit rough. Um. But Sam and Dean show up with the boys, and they're like, "Hey, we they're human and they're hungry." So. Um, but the kids don't have any information. The cops basically, apparently the cops had told them that they were next and that they were basically food. And, uh, but they've got an uncle that lives 15 miles outside of town. And so Dean's like, cool, we're going to get you there. That's it. And Castiel is pissed. He's like, this is bullshit. This is a distraction. You don't have time for this. We need to find Eve right now. But Dean's like, no, we're, we're going to take these children. It will be okay. We will be right back. We are going to do this, and so it's kind of turning into, I guess, like the uh, the trolley car um, problem, right? A little bit because Castiel keeps insisting that you know, yeah, it's talking about millions of people, millions of lives. Not this, just these two. But Dean is looking at these two boys and seeing himself and his brother, obviously as well, and wants to take them to safety.
1: Yeah, and we're definitely getting a lot of Dean projection onto these kids. But, and okay. Sam, you know, and Cass is not, you, we, we've we seen this side of Cass before, this is not a new thing of, like, yeah. why are you, you know, like, but, you know, and we talked about this from a military perspective, you know, this is, Cass mm-hmm. is like, I'm fighting a war. He's a general. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah he and he's like, I, I don't understand, but we get to see this dean is just like we're we're this this is our humanity card and this is what we play and they play it hard like Mm -hmm. it is a hard like look at these two children that are just like us like he's like a man here's my sign of like we're human right Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah so sam and dean get both go to take these boys and drop them off to their uncle they're driving at night blah 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 um during this, Castiel stays back and him and Bobby are there. They're like, Bobby's like, oh, they're not going to take too long. They're waiting on the brothers to come back and and Castiel gets snarky. (laughs) He's like, I don't know, they may find more wayward orphans
1: on the way. And I really, I I love this line. Mm -hmm. The side of Castiel is just like, it's snarky and it's smart. And Bobby is just like, well, he's like, well, you know what we can do? We can go poke that pig until he squeals.
0: Ah!" Ugh. So, uh, Cassiel's excited though. This distracts him from being mad at that Dean for going. So, we we get a sweet, sad cut to uh, Sam and Dean dropping these boys off with their uncle, who hugs them. And just also there's like no explanation for like where their family is. There's like no paperwork. They're just like dropping these two boys off with the address they told them to.
1: And with no speaking, just hugging and eye, eye acting. That's just like, just walking each away. like, nah, here's children. I give you them. I'm sorry. Parents, dad. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that at all. Bye. Or bye. <laughs> bye. Enjoy I'm this sleep. child.
0: Yeah. So. Bobby and Castiel are going to interrogate the sheriff and the sheriff's talking about Eve, but that like saying like, y'all just making her mad. So whatever. And Bobby's like, yeah, all right. Tell her to come get us then. Whatevs. But Castiel's finally like, I want five minutes alone with him. I won't say why, but Bobby's like, what are you going to do? You don't have your power, Mm -hmm. but whatever. So he leaves and, uh, we we sit with Bobby and he starts hearing some yells from the interrogation room. And we get Cassiel walking out, wiping blood off of his hands.
1: We know he was visiting him, but there wasn't blood before. But why is that on his hand? You know he did the soul thing, right? I think he shoved his hand, and they're like, "Why would he have to be alone with him?" I don't know,
0: but he knows where he is. Because Bobby was doing Buckley. shitty things
1: to him. Like, how much worse a casket?
0: I mean, I don't know, but so, but but he's got an address. And when Sam and Dean get back, um, the sheriff doesn't have a head anymore, and they are going to go to this address. Uh, and Dean distributes one of the ash-filled bullets to each of them, which is a total of four bullets. Correct?
1: Well, there correct. was five. There was five.
0: There was five to start, and he distributes one each, so and that's he gets two. Four.
1: Right. He has two in his hand, so everyone else gets one each. He correct. gets two, so he had two. So. They go up to this address and it's
0: somewhere that they've been repeatedly, Irvin's Diner.
1: And hmm. Dean's just like, what the fuck, man? It was this whole time? Like, and yeah. I would be pissed too. I'd like, what? I'm running around fucking annoying. town. It was goddamn diner the whole time. The it was just time. fucking diner. Okay. So Sam and Dean sit at the counter
0: and they leave Cass and Bobby outside. And uh, as he's like looking around, Sam's using his fancy Blackberry toy to use the camera to look at everybody. And everybody there has glowy eyes. Oh, no. And he's just saying, crap 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 crap, crap.
1: And I, I do love it that's as he's funny. just like because that's also like I, f- I think we all feel this because this is exactly what everyone would just be like crap 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 crap,
0: crap. yeah that was really yeah. funny and Dean asks starships yeah yeah they're the only two humans in the place so the
1: only ones that are not flesh any monsters are sam and dean and so i'm like maybe we should get the out of here Mm-hmm.
0: But before they can do anything, the there a waitress who is Eve, and her name tag says Angela, uh, which is funny because Angel. Uh, oh. Uh. 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 Huh, huh. Uh. She sets food in front of him. And says two specials. And They're like, no, 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 no. And she, and she pops off with, that would be rude, Sam. Uh
1: oh. She knows her name. Yeah.
0: Uh, and Dean's like yeah let's just go outside And she's like nope this is private And all of her starship minions close the blinds
1: Which is creepier like, um, The locking the door is one thing but the closing the blinds ooh, You know things like that
0: And they grab their weapons bag And so she's looking at the shotgun And she's pretty impressed That they were able to get some phoenix ash That knows that they had to probably go a really long way To get that But um, Tells her, her starship minion to go destroy the guns Hmm. But she tells Sam and Dean she's not there to fight, so this should be interesting. Uh, He's like, Dean's like, no, you're not here to fight. You're just to bring in conworms, half-assed Spider Men, and dragons. And she's like, yeah, I dusted off old classics. It's very funny. Um, But she's insisting that she doesn't want to tear apart the planet. It's all a misunderstanding. She, you know, I like. I had a good arrangement. We had a natural order. My, you know, I had my children that would turn things or be turned, and then be hunted, and there was more hunters, and there was just this rotation, this balance in the universe. I was fine with it. I was happy. But once my children started getting kidnapped and tortured, even my firstborns, that's it. Drove over the line. And um, he's, you know, Dean's makes jokes about her using a mother of the year defense. So what does she do? She transforms into Mary
1: Winchester. She does. She goes into the mother. But the thing is, is like. Eve's monologue. She is not wrong, and this is I. Right. I am like Team E for the most part. I'm like, yeah, she like she has a reasonable.
0: She has a very reasonable case. Reason. I'm not she, saying I fully agree. I'm with, not saying with, like Jefferson
1: but, Starship is the way to go, but I mean, I'm saying like, hey, her, like, her complaint our, is legit. Yeah, she has a valid reason to be upset, and someone you are fucking up the natural order of things. More specifically, somebody. Is fucking up the natural order of things. Right. Who be that somebody? Who could
0: it be? Who could it be? Oh,
1: now.
0: (laughs) Could it be the person that they know was. uh, This was his
1: heart going a little fluttering. You hear a little little, little pounding. (gasps) Because she
0: doesn't want to kill Sam and Dean. She wants to fucking kill Crowley.
1: Mm, Crowley.
0: But Dean's like, it's too late. We were sitting months ago. She's like, mm, nah, brah, he alive. So, uh, I can see his face in the eyes of every child that he strings up and skins. That's unpleasant.
1: Yeah, it is. And so she, but did she have to choose that? Like, did she know, like, was she just flipping through? And she's like, oh, shit, Crowley, he ain't dead. Like, was like, how did, yeah. how did she figure this out? How does this work inside your head, Mama? Like, I need to know, like, what this I know. It's very stressful.
0: So, but Dean's like, yeah, he just wants purgatory for a location, blah, blah, location, 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 like he says. And she's like, nope, he wants souls. He wants power. And it's all about fuel, like a little nuclear reactor because the king, he's the king of hell and he wants to siphon off my supply.
1: And it's what they've been saying. I'm trying not to clap into the microphone. It's what he's been saying All season. It's the souls. It's about the souls. Haven't you been paying a fucking attention? It's about the goddamn souls. souls. Yeah. It's about the souls. Yeah. So things are show me the souls. So things are starting to like, I think starting to kind of like gel right
0: yeah we're finally starting to gel into what the what the
1: fuck has been happening all season is right. finally starting and this to get is to and this is
0: castiel this is crowley this is all they're all giving excuses and stories but at the end of the day what it, what are they all seeking and apparently we're learning what are they all seeking and collecting and fighting for is souls. it's like
1: pokemon so you gotta catch them all you gotta you gotta catch all all these souls right and so what she's just gonna do is well i'm just gonna circumvent this and i'm just turning all of my human the humans into monsters and they're my souls and i win bye Mm -hmm. not mad at this idea makes sense yeah
0: so uh and dean's like uh yeah it's not really but they're imploding all over town they're not working right she was like, oh, no, I finally got it right. It's quiet and conspicuous. It spreads through a whole town in a day. And, yeah, my brothers were um, the final. Y'all were my final test. Guess what? Little Ryan, the silent one.
1: Oh. No. Why couldn't he talk? Because his mouth was full of teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Spiky teeth.
0: So we cut back to the uncle's house. And uncle has found Joe, the older brother, on the floor with two puncture wounds in his neck. And Ryan is there with a very bloody mouth. He has
1: fruit punch mouth. Uh-oh, but then Joseph. Joe's on his feet again. <laughs> That's
0: not good. And they both attack their uncle
1: and in a pitter patter.
0: Pitter patter, blood spatter. Blood. It was very sad. I don't like
1: it. It was. It's actually. It's pretty fucked up too. Because like, like, the, like you can tell. Like the little kid like ate his brother, and his brother that was carrying. Like so. Like you have like this whole reflection of we obviously had the projection of Sam and Dean onto these children. Yeah. And now Sam just good. ate Dean, I guess. Yeah, and then, but Dean's alive good. now. And so they're up and eating their uncle together.
0: I don't know. It's weird and unpleasant. That's all I know. So anyways, there we kept he's, back to the diner. he's like, look, it was, it was back at the diner. He was like, look, it was bound to work on y'all. And there's nothing to do now. So it's whatever. Let's make an offer. Let's make a deal. Ta-da. You find Crowley, bring him to me. I will let you live. And Daniel's like straight up hard pass. He's like nah, and she's like you don't have any fucking options. Uh, as we get starships marching, um, Bobby. What, I got friends. And-
1: oh oh shit. no,
0: none. And uh, she makes the a flaccid crack. About, Again,
1: we get another penis about. Yeah, ass. angel but- things are like n- limp dicks. All right. <sighs> But
0: she's like, look, uh, I want you to work for me, uh, and we won't kill you. I, as a bonus, I won't kill you or your friends. Ta-da! What a deal. What a deal.
1: <laughs> In my nose says Dean refuses harder.
0: <laughs> he does. He's like, mm, yeah, no, for months we worked for an evil dick. We're not about to work for an evil bitch. We don't want to work for demons or monsters. Just kill us. And she's like, or I can turn you, and you'll just do what I say anyways. Which is a fair point and probably not great.
1: Probably not great. But as she's grabbing him, he says, beat me with a wire hanger. The answer (laughs) is still no. And that is how we get our full turnaround to Mommy Dearest. There's also a very Mm -hmm. great line. And then in just the best, the best voice ever, Dean tells Eve to bite him. But just Mm -hmm. so merry is weird. So she bites him. It's very
0: weird. It's so weird that it's still Mary. It's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He had trouble making eye contact with her for the first minute or so yeah. of her talking as Mary. Um, and so she does. But she doesn't bite him for very long. She starts coughing. Her chest starts flashing with light because apparently Dean mixed his Phoenix ash in with some whiskey and drank it.
1: Smart. Smart. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do that shot. It sounds really like, you know, like you're just tasting that like forever. Just like... Blah, blah. <laughs> And just like stuck in the back yeah. of your throat.
0: And uh, we get um, Eve flashes back to her other body, not the not the Mary body. And she's got black veins. She's got freaking glowing rib cage. She's got black blood coming out of her face. Clear black goo, goo, black goo. goo coming out of her head and running down her face. It is fucking gross. I love the the
1: glowing rib cage. So like that was such that a really beautiful cool. effect. Yeah. It was so good. But yeah, so Super much cool. goo. My friend. Goo. Yeah.
0: So gooey. And uh Dean's got this neck wound that where she bit the fuck out of him. And she is very upset though. She is collapsing. There's screeching noises. The uh starships are all are about to start attacking. It's all fucked as she's on the ground. And Cashell just like says, Shut your eyes, and there's a blinding white light. And there you all they all all of the all the starships.
1: He just are dead. smites the whole room. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby's yeah. like
0: he's <laughs> like gotta take you on more monster heads. right? Like
1: we just be pissed <laughs> off. I just like and this mm-hmm. will kinda go to like future fights so the future though is like sometimes like Cass can just like take the whole room down, and other times that's one at a time. I'm like, why don't you just do this shit? Like God. I have things to do. Like I've gotta go, yeah. like well, I got some TV to catch up on, like you know yes, yeah.
0: snap it up. Yeah, we know that but Bobby's D- gotta
1: t- catch up on his Tory.
0: Right? He does love Tori. Uh, but Dean is concerned that he could still be, have been turned into a Jefferson Starship. Um, but uh, you know, Castiel just boops him on the shoulder, and he's all better. So, Corinna Castiel
1: just booped all those other people and cured them from being Jefferson Starships instead of killing all of them.
0: I don't know because since Dean hadn't turned yet, maybe that was the difference. I don't know. I'm making shit up mm-hmm. which makes sense to me. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think. Cass only cares about his boyfriend. Alright, so alright. So Dean's no longer a starship. And Dean's just like, oh shit, Ryan.
0: Yeah, we gotta go. So they flap to the uncles and but, but the uncle not without dead. some
1: attitude from Cass. Like yeah, Cass is is very much I told you so attitude.
0: Oh yeah. He's so irritated about all of this. And uncle's dead and um uh, there's there dean's pissed he's but yeah you know, just very deflated he's like you know we killed the wicked witch and she still wins uh he could have turned half the town right now and i just he doesn't want to hear anything from castiel about it but bobby just opens the ba- the basement door just out of curiosity and uh both boys are on the steps dead what that's weird that's weird oh and what what's that residue on the floor that sam finds sulfur
1: again, when are these demons just dropping their sulfur? Because, like, you know, there's kind of wander around times. Like, that's like, like dandruff. Like, like, why dandruff. is it, like, this time? Like, why is it only in this specific uh, spot, right? There isn't, like, a trail of of sulfur anywhere. It's just, like, no. this one little piece of sulfur that's right here. Like, is it, like, when they kill somebody and then like, there's, like, is it, like, demon jack-off? Or, like, what the fuck is this? Why is this here?
0: They sneeze it's like,
1: like, like I kill you! Sulfur! Like, <laughs> Like it's like a, it's like a hairball. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I don't know. I don't know.
0: It's weird. It, it's, it's weird. weird,
1: weird. Anyway, but so so. W- so,
0: why the fuck are demons there, and why the fuck are demons going to kill these kids?
1: Right? That's weird. This That's sus, fucking yeah.
0: weird. Uh, yeah. So why why do demons care about Monster tweens? <laughs> so now they know that definitely she must be telling the truth about Crowley, and Crowley is in the mix. So, um, he's, you know, yeah. Uh, so Eve's Eve's all all in on it. Eve's definitely told him the truth. Castiel's gonna go look into it, so he flaps away. But Bobby's really kind of like upset. He's like, that doesn't seem like a mistake. Well, I don't that even
1: know. He's crap, like that. Upset. Castiel, would I think make. He, Bobby is just finally like, well, I got some questions here because Bobby's not stupid, well, yeah. and Bobby's right. like, hey. Hey, you know, Cass.
0: Cass burned those bones. Yeah. Cass wouldn't have fucked that up.
1: He doesn't make mistakes. Like, like he's an angel. Like he should know, like, who's, you, you know, he should know whose bones those are, right? Like, mm-hmm. he, y'all, y'all see that, right? And yeah. Sam's just like, oh. Oh. Good point. Oh. Yeah. Good point. But Dean's just like, Sam agrees. Sam's to him in my ass. ass
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to say that. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, but so Dean's just, just like, no, he's fine. It's, it's probably nothing. But we get a scene at the diner.
0: We've got Castiel at the diner alone, and then "Miracles" by Jefferson <laughs> Starship comes on the Duke Fox,
1: <gasps> which is how you. And know. who's there? But fucking Crowley. And he asks... That's not what my notes say. My notes do not say who's there but fucking Crowley. My notes say but here comes the dulcet tones of my Crowley. And he asks how many times
0: is he going to clean up his mess? Wow, it's getting ridiculous. And and Castle just squints at him real real hard. Just squints real hard.
1: And so, like we said earlier, uh, in... Earlier this season, in, is this the season? Yeah, early in, in, in episode 7 Family Matters Mark Shepard didn't want to like have his name in the credits So it would be a surprise And he did yeah. it this time again and But That's there was a paparazzi cool. Who caught a picture of him flying into Vancouver But he like deflected it And he was like it's not for Supernatural And then after the episode He tweeted that he was filmed While he got like that photograph He was going to film episode 20 Not 19 so nobody knew about 19 mm-hmm to fuck off so but i just still think that's at you know beyond that's the cool. fact that i think you know he's hot as fuck i think that's just a cool thing to do for fans
0: Ooh. that is cool i mean like you don't have to i mean it's not required it's just playing along and that's fun i appreciate that
1: yeah so do you have casting couch before we jump into how we feel casting couch is the casting couch were they on that show that time
0: with that guy? La la la, la 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 I do have a little bit of casting couch for us. I know we had um a little bit of a decent sized cast in this one, but I'm gonna stick to the the highlights, if you will. Uh So uh, we've already seen some of these characters, obviously. So I'm not going to go in depth. It's just been a minute. So just as a reminder, um, Mary Winchester, AKA Eve in this episode is played by Samantha Smith, who we've talked about before, obviously. Um, And Lenore is played by Amber Benson, as we know and love Tara from Buffy. Uh, And then of course uh, the primary Eve, I don't know, Eve was played, is played by Julia Maxwell, who we've talked about as well. So, Rolling in to this, a couple of specific characters from this episode. We've got our sheriff is played by Roman uh, Padora, and kind of funny. He just plays a lot of cop roles. Sometimes <laughs> like,
1: people are what, just like cast as cops, right? Yeah, like...
0: yeah. So you've got uh, he's been he's been his career goes back to the eighties. He was in multiple episodes of Twenty One Jump Street, The Nikita, um, single episodes of MacGyver, Highlander, Outer Limits, Smallville, Fringe, more recently Made. Uh, M A I D, to be clear. He was uh, played a pilot in the movie um, Jason X with Jason 10. And then he was uh, Sergeant Fogarty in the, the musical movie Chicago. Uh, he was a cop in assault, assault on Precinct 13. And he was a cop in Cinderella Man. Uh, and then he was in the movie uh, The Bad Son as Michael Brennan. Ed Bryant was played by Nathan Witt. Um, he was, you may have seen him in single episodes of shows like Hellcat, Smallville, Arrow, Wayward Pines, Van Helsing, and Riverdale. Uh, he played a character named Porter in the movie Meet Cute. Uh, he is an ongoing character named Godric, um, uh, in Charmed. Uh, and he was an ongoing character <laughs> in Batwoman. Uh, it is the old Agent term, Robles. I know which
1: Godric it is, but
0: <laughs> no, new charm, fuck uh, new charmed.
1: I'm sorry, new charmed is fine. Maybe
0: not. <laughs> and then uh, Agent Robles and Batwoman and then he has had quite the run of Hallmark Christmas movies as well. So. Uh so yeah, that's that's our our main casting this week.
1: That is exciting. Wow. Yeah. So uh, as we talked about the beginning of this, like this was th- there was a lot of, you know, things within the fandom and just in general with what do you do when it's, you know, episode 19 and what we thought was a big bag gets killed off?
0: Yeah, it's wild. I think, you know, I think that was pretty wild. But I am going to say, like I I know you were kind of like eh, on the episode. I actually really like this episode, except for the amount of, like, things that don't make sense. But, and I'm not just saying, like, lore we don't know. I'm talking about, like, well, that didn't work. But other than that, I found it a really fun episode overall. The Jefferson Starships were cool. I think the the dark underpinning you know, underpinning of like the story with Castiel and Crowley is really interesting. Uh I don't like it when it feels like a monster is not killable. So I didn't love the Le- the Eve thing. So I'm kind of relieved honestly there. And I'm like feeling you can't I don't like the fetus stuff. Like you feel like you can't win. So overall I was really pleased with the episode and it was fucking funny with the Jefferson Starships.
1: No, agreed. It was funny. But I think also just you know, as i alluded to i very sympathize with eve and you know i would, oh, I, I would cool. worship her as my god um, but it, it just as far as like bads go like i don't feel her like yes i think we're supposed to view her as i so have so much empathy for her like it's hard for me just to be like and, like, what to have they her, killed? like, be yeah. killed so easily, like, like this is, like, the mother of all monsters. And, like, that is, sure. that was a very easy way to take her down.
0: It was too easy. That was too easy. And, but I will say you don't, I didn't have any empathy at all for her or her, her case until she laid it out here like before that you were like oh
1: this is just yeah and maybe great. it's because i have that knowledge of it too like i ha- i right. had that for you know i knew the whole i knew the whole story of like what was going on right. with me. but even before though i still knew like basically you're you have this thing that makes i mean a monster is as bad as like what i guess like morality world you put it into because like for the Mm. most part monsters are just animals you know they don't have moral compasses they're fucking animals you know Mm. like and they and like some of them do have moral compasses and then sometimes they don't but eve is just this you know is a creator and they're just basically like you're evil because you were a creator right and but i don't like that i don't
0: like that argument that's
1: yeah and just you know the fact that you know she came into this world and she was pissed off because they were hurting her kids so fuck you like so like to me like i i i feel bad that is dead because i'm just like yeah she was just a badass mom defending her kids i mean there's
0: not is that going to limit the number of monsters like i I guess like can we
1: not have new monsters now i mean but i guess it depends on how much you believe in evolution right were all those monsters created by eve or did some of them just like originally i was you know a a frog and then now i'm a frog with teeth and eat my
0: or because they're magically created did they magically
1: delicious. are the
0: rules of do the rules of evolution don't apply i don't know this gets it's too complicated
1: uh, i know i like i said i saw greg uh gaffin uh, from bad religion who is a professor in uh evolutionary biology a couple weeks ago i should probably come back and be like all right question. i have this question for you and then watch him be like security but i saw him talk to a banana so maybe i could ask him this uh, i don't know it's, it's yeah i mean the episode it's not it's not that I don't enjoy it. It's that when I have a lot of foreknowledge here, right? Like I know what's coming. Um, and I also know what it means that this got dropped in the episode 19 right so not to be like buckle up diana but like what the f- no yeah.
0: i i know there's two there's we're at the end of a season and, and we and we just lost what we thought was the bad guy so i i am fully prepared yeah. for the next few well, weeks and then to also, be what, are you, what is
1: your reaction to this cass and crowley situation that just got brought in at the end right like this is a pretty huge reveal and it gets dropped in with 30 seconds right that's it
0: yeah it's a huge deal. And, and so it's, you know, the King of hell and the a general in heaven are working together on something. And so now it just spirals into all the questions like are, is, is Crowley helping cast with souls or is there still some, are they just have some other weird side partnership and what is the ethical and, you know, is it, is it okay that they're doing this like it sounds well cast his like
1: family sketch. and he's lying to them he is not yeah. like there is a big oh, like he's lying. you mm-hmm. know you can't be like a member of your family and be like fucking around with like your ex's in-laws and like not tell them right like uh like that's where my metaphor is going like somehow this just became a very weird southern thing but like you know like you like there is a very huge lie that's happening that's being revealed here that like we but we can tell the guys still don't know
0: yeah because i mean also and then on top of that cassiel obviously lied about killing crowley and so that means crowley manufactured his own fake death like they planned all of
1: that in front of them which actually uh, machiavelli like never actually faked his own death, but it was a plan, blah, blah, But whatever, but like, so that is very mocking million. Anyways, so I feel like we're dragging this oh. out now, and this is a very long yep. episode. Uh, so, um, anything else? No. All right, buckle up, bitches. Like I said, this has just happened <laughs> in episode 19. All right, cheers, jerk. Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap
0: Podcast is a Don't Get It
1: production. Meow. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studio
0: Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.